welcome to episode three of the Broke Bookworm podcast. I hope that this third episode finds you well and that you are having a wonderful summer. Um, I'm just going to give you guys a forewarning. I apologize if you hear barking in the background. Um, Those of you who don't know me personally, I have two chihuahuas. And if you know anything about chihuahuas, they don't ever shut the fuck up. So I apologize if that kind of makes its way into this audio. I just wanted to give you a heads up. As I said, I hope you're having a great summer. On the topic of summer, that's kind of the theme of this week's book. On today's episode, I'm going to be discussing the book People We Meet on Vacation. It's a rom-com by Emily Henry. And so without further ado, let's get started. Emily Henry is an American author. She's a New York Times bestseller. She's best known for her romance novels. I believe her first romance novel was Beach Read, and then she did People We Meet on Vacation. She has some other books, but those are the two that she's most known for. I've seen her books on TikTok, and I've seen it in stores like Target and Barnes & Noble. Um, It has that cute little illustrated cover. Target is where I got my copy. They had this little end cap of books with the little illustrated covers, which I've seen all over BookTok. And I finally decided to take a chance on one. And so I picked up People We Meet on Vacation. Now, I know last episode's book and this episode's book are both romance novels. I promise that won't be the only genre that I talk about on the podcast. In fact, up until this last year, I was never a huge romance reader. I didn't like it. And it's a genre I only started reading until recently. And so far, I've read some amazing books. I've also read some flops. Um, Thankfully, People We Meet is more in the amazing category. But like I said, I'm not going to only talk about romance books. It's just a coincidence that the last two have been romance novels. Um, Here's the synopsis. It's kind of a longish one. Poppy and Alex, Alex and Poppy. They have nothing in common. She's a wild child. He wears khakis. She has insatiable wanderlust. He prefers to stay at home with a book. And somehow, ever since a fateful car share home from college many years ago, they are the very best of friends. For most of the year, they live apart. She's in New York City and he's in their small hometown. But every summer for a decade, they have taken one glorious week of vacation together. Until two years ago, when they ruined everything. They haven't spoken since. Poppy has everything she should want, but she's stuck in a rut. When someone asks when she was last truly happy, she knows, without a doubt, it was on that ill-fated final trip with Alex. And so she decides to convince her best friend to take one more vacation together. Lay everything on the table, make it all right. Miraculously, he agrees. Now she has a week to fix everything. If only she can get around the one big truth that has always stood quietly in the middle of their seemingly perfect relationship. What could possibly go wrong? And now my dogs are barking in the background, so I apologize for that. Um, so, sorry, like I said, that was kind of a long synopsis, one of the longer ones. I've noticed, sorry, this is, again, me derailing. Um, books nowadays have really long, like, synopsis, synopses whatever it is. Like they have very long summaries on the back of the book. I've noticed like last week's book, literally like the synopsis gave away most of the plot of the book. And this one kind of gives away a lot of the plot too. I feel like when I was younger, the books had much shorter summaries, but maybe that's just me. I don't know. So Poppy and Alex are best friends. And for 10 years, they've gone on these amazing vacations together. And before I move on, this is the part of the episode where I give you the spoiler warning. 
So don't be mad if I ruin this book for you. You have been warned. If this is a book that you want to read and you have not read it yet, stop the episode, go read it, and then come back to this afterwards. If you've already read it or if you don't care if this gets spoiled for you, you may proceed. So just, just my little warning. So Poppy and Alex met in college and are from the same small town called Linfield, which is supposed to be set in Ohio. I believe that's a fictional town. I googled it and I couldn't find anything. So I'm pretty sure that's a fictional town. Anyway, it's not important. Um, early on in their friendship, they make it a tradition to go on a week long vacation together every summer. And Poppy starts documenting these trips on her blog, which is a travel blog, but she focuses on like the cost aspect of the trips because most of their trips are done on the cheap since they're both college students and can't afford to like ball out. And so Poppy like documents these trips on her blog and talks about like the different deals that they get and how, you know, they can afford these trips every summer on the budget of a broke college student. Uh, one of the things starting off that I really liked about this book is that in the beginning, it's mentioned kind of ominously that Poppy did something two years ago to screw up their relationship. And since then, they haven't talked. And the chapters, I really liked this, the chapters are told alternating between trips in the past and then the present trip. So each chapter in the past is leading up to the big quote unquote mistake that ruined their friendship. So for example, the chapters are like, you know, 10 years ago, then there's a chapter on the present, nine years ago, present, eight years ago, present, until it builds up and we find out what Poppy did, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, I always really enjoy when authors do things like that with their writing and the chapters where they have like either alternating timeline chapters or maybe alternating character chapters. I just think it's a really cool way to show the passage of time in a story and communicate the plot and just kind of mix things up a little bit. Um, it definitely keeps you on your toes and keeps you paying attention. And so I, I really like that. So as Poppy and Alex grow up, Poppy moves to New York and she starts working for this travel blog slash lifestyle company. And she's basically a travel influencer. She has this amazing apartment. She has good friends in New York and she loves her job. She gets to travel all over the world, which is what she's always wanted to do. But she still feels like something's missing. And to sort of try to fill that void, she decides to contact Alex after two years, rekindle their friendship, and they work out a plan to travel to Palm Springs together. They go to Palm Springs because Alex's brother is getting married and they agree like, hey, this would be a perfect time for us to kind of like catch up, go on our, you know, resume our annual week-long vacation and he's fine with extending the trip. But while they're on vacation together, not only do they rekindle their friendship, but they both realize they're in love with the other but they're too scared to admit and commit to it. Um, one of the big things holding Poppy back is that she doesn't understand why she doesn't feel happy. You know, she has the job that she's dreamed of since she was in college. She makes good money. She has, she lives in New York. I mean, she basically has everything she thinks that you would need to feel content and fulfilled and happy with her life, but she doesn't. And throughout the novel, we get to see her dealing with that feeling and try to figure out why she feels that way. And she realizes it's because she's achieved all her goals. Like she has the job that she's always wanted. She lives in where she's always wanted. Like she has everything that she has worked so hard for. 
And she doesn't know what her next steps are. And like the synopsis said, she realizes that the last time that she truly felt content and happy was with when she was with Alex. And so she tries to sort of use Alex to kind of help that feeling go away. But of course, it ends up backfiring, which I'll get to. I... I really liked how this book sort of showed that the life we see people sharing on social media isn't always the truth. And the reason I say that is because throughout the book, Poppy talks about how Alex and her had to kind of pause their vacations together so that Alex could take these like staged photos of Poppy so that she'd have content for her social media and her blog. But in reality, she wasn't happy. It, you know, at one point in the story when Poppy is kind of presenting the idea of the Palm Springs trip to her boss at R&R. R&R is the company she works for, by the way. Her boss kind of points out that, you know, trips like just going to Palm Springs like that aren't exactly like the image the brand is trying to put forth. And Poppy counters, well, yeah, but most of their readers can't afford the trips that they advertise. And she thinks that it'd be a good idea to kind of take a step back and show them a, tr a trip that they could afford that could be more attainable. And I like that. Like, I find that so many influencers and brands like on Instagram and TikTok and other social platforms that are putting forth this image of luxury. But in reality, the average person, their average viewer or listener or follower, they can't afford that. And so I really loved that sort of underlying message about the falsehood of social media and like the images that people and brands try to put forth. Um, I'm not sure if that's something that Emily intended to highlight, but that's something I picked up on. So like I said last episode, I have a tendency to kind of overanalyze, but you know. Um, like I said at the beginning of the episode, this book is a rom-com. Um, it's got some really great, hilarious moments that had me laughing. Um, like the banter between Alex and Poppy is so good. And it felt, it felt so genuine. Like the scene when they're in the uh, car driving back to Linfield together, um, which is, you know, how their friendship kind of blossoms. The conversation they're having about things that they like and dislike is so freaking hilarious. And it just felt so genuine. And I love, I love Emily, her writing and how she wrote these characters. Like they felt very round, well-rounded. They felt lovable, relatable. I personally related a lot to Alex. Um, you know, he's very studious. He took college very seriously. He, he ended up staying in Linfield, you know, he stays there and works as a teacher in his little podunk small town. And that's basically what I did. Like a lot of my friends after college have moved out, but I'm still here. And I have friends who live in big cities like Poppy who are like, you know, chasing their own dreams. So I related to Alex a lot. And Poppy, Poppy kind of gives Alex a hard time for that, which I didn't like. Like that kind of, not that I didn't like the writing per se. It like made me not like Poppy sometimes because I was like, girl, like don't give him shit for his, you know, his goals are different than yours. Don't give him shit for chasing his dream. And his dream just so happens to be being a teacher and that involves him staying in his hometown and there's other reasons why he's staying in his hometown like Alex has his own reasons for staying in their hometown but I don't know I was just like Poppy like be nice to him Poppy refuses to stay in Linfield and the reason she moves 
out of town once she drops out of college is because she quote unquote hated Linfield. She didn't have the best experiences growing up and in school. And that's one of the reasons she gives Alex a hard time for choosing to stay and being a teacher there is because Poppy didn't like living in Linfield and she can't understand why Alex would choose to stay there. But as I said, Alex has his own reasons. He, his family's there. And he is living in a house from his aunt that he wants to kind of like remodel. Or maybe it's not his aunt. Is it his grandma? Shit, I'm the worst. I think it's his grandma. Betty? Fuck, y'all. <laughs> I don't remember. A deceased family member. <laughs> He's living in their house. I'm sorry, I have goldfish brain today. Anyways, um, so... As much as Poppy gives him a hard time for that, she realizes at the end of the story that home is really like anywhere if you're with the right person or the right people. And she comes to this realization towards the end of the book when she realizes that loving Alex and being with Alex can make Linfield a bit more bearable. And that, you know, she'll go anywhere in the world if she can stay with Alex because Alex is her home. And that's really relatable. My family and my husband make staying in my hometown a little bit more bearable for me. And so I love that Emily wrote such relatable characters. You know, in the end of the book, Poppy learns it's not about the places you go or the experiences you have. It's about the people you go with, the people that you experience those things with. That's what's important. Um, and that also explains the meaning behind the title, People We Meet on Vacation. It's about the people. Um, that's something I did not pick up on until writing this script. Um, like I said, y'all, goldfish brain. Pivoting from that topic, one of the reasons Poppy loves going on vacations and traveling so much is how it makes her feel. And it kind of makes her feel like a different version of herself. And how Alex is sort of this different version of himself while he's on vacation. That's one of the reasons why she loves traveling so much is that it kind of gives her this break from her usual self and her usual life and her past and her trauma. But she learns throughout the story that in the end, like you still have to go back to the normal version of you. That yes, you know, while vacations are very much needed and wonderful, like you can't run from yourself forever. You can't run from your problems forever. Um, there's this great quote that Emily has in the book that I love. And it says, you can't outrun yourself, not your history, not your fears, not the parts of yourself that you're worried are wrong. And Poppy tries so hard to realize this. You know, she tries to be this fun vacation version of herself at all times. And she realizes that it's not attainable and it's not a healthy way for her to deal with her problems. And when she comes to that conclusion, she realizes how unhappy she is with her life and that the only person who can fix it is herself. Traveling can't fix it. Alex can't fix it. Only she can. And the speech that she gives at the end of the book when Alex is at the bar and she goes to find Alex, um... That speech is so well written. You know, it's a culmination of Poppy realizing all of this and realizing that the only way that she can be happy is if she chases what she wants. Not what she feels like she needs. Not what she feels like is, you know, the appropriate thing to do or the good thing to do. Because like I said, she has everything that should, you know, make her happy. The job, the New York, her apartment, her friends in New York. So she should be happy, but she's not doing what she wants to do. And so she learns that following her heart and following what she wants, being with Alex, that that's what's going to make her happy. 
and f- and feel happy and feel fulfilled. And I may or may not have cried at that scene. <laughs> it's just so well written. Like she's there and she's, you know, proclaiming, proclaiming this to Alex and saying like, I love you you know, home is wherever you are. Like, I will follow you. If that means staying in Linfield, that's fine. If that means traveling, that's fine. Like, I will literally go wherever I need to go to be happy with you. And then like Alex initially is like, no, I'm sorry. Like, it's just not going to work out. And so it's like, it kind of broke my heart. I was like, no, Poppy, Alex, no. (laughs) But then you keep reading and he's like, you know, it's whatever. And they're, they end up making up and living happily ever after. So, um, I really wasn't expecting such deep and well-rounded characters from such a simple book. Like it kind of had me reflecting on my own life and my own experiences. And that was something that was really surprising to me. Like it was, a, but it was a welcome surprise. Like I love when a book is shockingly deep and thought provoking. And I think that goes to show you how well-written Emily's characters are are and how well thought out and well developed her plots are this was the first book that I've read by Emily Henry and I loved it um I just yesterday actually I just bought her other her third romance book I believe it's called book lovers um it's been on my TBR for a while and I just bought it so I'm excited to read that but Emily is such a good writer like I thought that this was just going to be another kind of like trashy rom-com um, with not really any substance behind it, but it was so good. It was so good. Um, moving on to what wasn't so good. And like I said, this book for the most part was great, but like anything, it's not perfect. So there were some things that I didn't like. As I said, I, I love Alex and Poppy. And while Emily did an amazing job with the characters, I would have loved to get some of Alex's point of view in this story. Like I said, I really related to Alex. He's more level-headed. He's a bit studious. You know, his his decisions are a bit more thought out. And he was such an integral part of Poppy in her journey. But at times, like, I just kind of felt like he was sort of used for a plot device rather than, like, an important character. Like, you can tell very early on in the story how much he loves and cares for Poppy. Like, um, when she's looking back on how she had pneumonia and they were supposed to go, you know, on one of their annual trips, but she couldn't because she had pneumonia. And so Alex, instead of just going on the trip without her, took the flight to New York and then spent that week taking care of her. And that whole chapter just, like, tugged on my heartstrings. But sometimes it just feels like he kind of gets put on the back burner if that makes sense like he's important but like we're not going to give him the time that he needs if that makes sense so I don't know I would have personally appreciated this being like a two-person point of view book where we get Poppy and Alex's point of views but at the same time I can see how that didn't work because then Emily would have had a more difficult time kind of alternating between the past and the events of the past and the events of the present because that's how she tells her story is going back and forth between the past and present. So I get, I understand why this isn't a two-person point of view story. And because this was Poppy's story, not Alex's. Um, I think it's just because I relate so much to Alex and I I really like him as a person. So, but that's just me. Um, Also, as it mentioned in the synopsis, and as I kind of mentioned at the beginning of the episode, Poppy and Alex did something to ruin their friendship. And once we finally figure out what it was, which is about, I don't know, like 80% through the book, um, you find out that it, they just kissed. 
<laughs> and like that was it. Like I thought that maybe like oh they slept together and then regretted it, or maybe they got in this huge argument and something you know was said that was really like hurtful. But no, they just kissed and then they both flipped out. And that was kind of anticlimactic to me. And I feel like that is not something that two grown ass adults would let sabotage a 10 year friendship. So I just kind of had a hard time believing that. Like the kiss was important because that was kind of the turning point and them realizing like, oh shit, like I love, you know, Alex realizing, oh, I love and care for Poppy more than a friend and vice versa. But I was just like, really like a kiss. Like, I, I don't know. I was, I was expecting more. Um, and on the topic of making things believable, how in the hell do two college students afford trips out of state and out of the country trips every summer? Like, I know that they did it on the cheap. Like, you know, Poppy talks about how they rented cars. They used coupons. They, you know, stayed in cheap hotels, etc. Like, they kept it as cheap as they could. But come on. Like, I could hardly afford to go out of town, much less out of state when I was in college. And I was working full time. And like, I know that traveling can be cheap if you do it a certain way. But I just had a really hard time accepting that two broke ass college students could have afforded trips to like Canada. And, you know, Italy, and stuff like that. Like even while they were working while they were in college. And like, I know that Poppy, you know, eventually drops out of college. But I just I had a really hard time believing that. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm jealous. Like, I want to go on trips out of the state and out of the country. Like, come on. Finally, and this really isn't necessarily a bad thing per se. Um, This story was not as spicy as I anticipated. <laughs> Which don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There is a spicy scene. I'm looking at you, chapter 26. But I had seen this book on Book Talk and somebody had mentioned that it was like a spicy book. So I I came in like expecting that. And so I was kind of let down. <laughs> that just that just outed me for the type of books that I read. Um, but that didn't ruin it for me. I just, I kind of came in with that expectation of like, okay, there's going to be, you know, some hanky-panky going on. And there was like one scene and it was like a fade to black scene. And when I say fade to black, it basically means like it didn't go into graphic detail about what happened, which is fine, which I'm absolutely fine with. But I was just expecting more. <laughs> but like I said, that did not ruin the book for me. Still enjoyed it. So my review for this book, drum roll, please. Four out of five stars. I know. I know the last book was also four stars. But I told y'all, I am over generous with my reviews, okay? But trust me, I have some lower rated books that I will be talking about in the future, okay? But I loved this book. I enjoyed reading it. And despite its flaws, it was a really good summer read. That was part of the reason I had bought it was because like, I was like, okay, I'm about to be on summer vacation. This book looks like it would be a good chilling by the pool, sipping a margarita book. And it was. Um, I would recommend it to any friends wanting to read just like a nice romance or wrong. The writing and the characters are what made it four out of five for me. So it was, it was good. I, I recommend this book. If you want to check out any of Emily's other books, you can find them on Amazon or on her website. Her website is emilyhenrybooks.com. Uh, like I said, her most recent book, Book Lovers, it just came out like in May of this year, I want to say. And I, so I have that book and I'm going to read it soon and maybe I'll do a review on that one. I don't know. 
Uh, for next week's books, I was originally planning an episode talking about books that have been flops for me, like books that I didn't finish, books that I gave one or two star reviews, because I have a lot to get off my chest. Um, and I was talking with my husband slash amazing editor about some of the books that I would talk about. And one of the books, it's kind of a point of contention with us. Um, one of the books is a book that he got me because he reviewed the movie version on his podcast. And he said, well, hey, we should like both talk. You should have me on and we can both discuss it. And so I was like, you know, that's a good idea. So <laughs> next week's episode, we'll have a special guest, Rain, my husband, and we're going to be talking about I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Um, it's a book. They made it into a movie. I cannot think of the author's name off the top of my head, but that's one of the books that was a flop for me. Spoiler alert. Um, so we're going to be talking about that, talking about how it was different from the movie, how it was similar from the movie, his thoughts on it, my thoughts on it, you know. So that's what's coming up for next week. Um, on the topic of future episodes, for those of you who don't know me personally outside of the podcast, I'm a teacher. I'm on summer break right now and I currently record and post once a week. It's been on Wednesdays, um, but I, I've been recording and posting once a week. But once school starts back up in August, it's going to be harder for me to do that. And so I may need to swap to like recording and posting every other week, maybe. I'm not sure. I haven't decided yet. Um, I need to see like how time management wise is going to go, because in addition to teaching, I have some like trainings that I'm doing this year and things like that. So it may just be easier for me to just switch to a schedule of every other week, but I'm not sure. I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. Um, I'm gonna keep kind of workshopping that and I'll update you guys when it gets closer to that. That's all I have for you today. I know that this episode was very, very short, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> um, have you read People We Eat on Vacation? If you have, let me know what you think. Um, if you haven't and you would like to check it out, check it out over on Amazon or on her website. If you'd like to see what else I'm reading, you can check me out on Goodreads. That is goodreads.com forward slash broke underscore bookworm. And that'll take you to my personal Goodreads account. You can send me a friend request over there. Um, I learned last time that my account was privated. And then a very helpful listener said, Ayo, your account's private. But I was able to fix it. So now you should be able to find me on Goodreads. <laughs> Um, I'm also working on creating other socials for the podcast. Um, I did make a Twitter and I'm working on maybe getting a TikTok and Instagram, maybe a website. I, I tend to be a little bit extra, but once I have those finished, I will let you know. So I will talk to you guys later. In the meantime, stay safe, make good choices and read a book. Love you guys. Bye.